So the big question is this. How does a powerful, high-achieving woman who's successful in every part of her life, except with men, dating, and relationships, meet, attract, and create that healthy relationship that lasts with the right man? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Barry Price, and welcome to Her Dating and Relationship Secrets. Secret number 189, be in your wild and crazy. I was just talking to Anna as I was about to record this podcast and she's going to jump on her spin bike, do a little bit of spinning and she's been doing work and she's been just kind of like busy and getting some stuff done and she got up and her hair looked all wild and crazy and I just let her know how much I love her and how much I love my wild haired, (laughs) crazy looking woman. And it reminded me of this children's book in the 80s, this character named Ramona Quimby. And I asked Anna, I said, have you ever heard of Ramona Quimby? And she said, no, but it sounds familiar. And so I pulled up the the book cover from the 80s, and it literally starts with uh, the older sister calling Ramona a pest and Ramona saying, I'm not acting like a pest. I'm singing and skipping. And the front of the book has this wild-haired, kind of chaotic girl with her shoelaces untied, just doing tomboy kind of things. But that side of us, that side of us that isn't perfectionist, that isn't reverse engineering, worrying about who to be based on whether someone else will accept it or not, that ability to be in our wild and crazy, like Clarissa Pinkola Este's book, Women Who Run With Wolves. That side of our nature, that spontaneous, wild, crazy side, is the exact side that produces that spark, that passion, that attraction. It's when we say someone has a lot of spirit in them. So what's your wild and crazy side? How often do you get to engage it? And look, we're not talking about self-destructive wild and crazy. Sometimes we can go too far that way. Typically, if we grew up in any kind of household that didn't reward the balance of responsibility and irresponsibility of masculine and feminine too, in some ways, right? The focusing versus the expansiveness of possibility. Spontaneity versus the discipline of sticking to plan and structure. If we didn't get balance of both in that house, either because mom and dad weren't there or because of how they showed up and displayed things, we may not have been given permission to show both sides. We may have had to overly get into one side of ourselves, be overly responsible because we're parentified children. We may have grown up attracting boys instead of men because you haven't gotten to have that fun, reckless, teenage, carefree thing. Or you may have kept those two sides separate. Like a client of mine who it was only if she could convince herself to go out and have some drinks that that wild side was allowed to express, that messy side. Otherwise, it was button-down controlled achiever, nine to five during the day. So what is your wild side? 
the adventurous side, the side that takes some risks, the side that doesn't know how things will go and does it anyway, the one that has fun with uncertainty instead of trying to have control over everything. Do you engage that side enough? For some, it comes out with movement and dance. For others, in art, that they're painting, writing. For others, the world is their canvas. That was me in my 20s, in my imbalance. Button-down private school boy gone professional during the day. And then at night, all manner of wildness, you know, where the wild things are. Custom-made fur tiger print pants. If not other things, cheetah cowboy hats. I mean, it wasn't always about the wild animals, but just going free, being a pinball banging all over the pinball machine at night. And then by day, putting that wild back into a jar and putting it on a shelf. So what about you? Where does your wild part live and how often does she get out? Because ultimately to be successful, to be healthy, to be a whole woman means not keeping these parts separate, not just indulging in that wildness in a way that's reckless and feels irresponsible, and then judging yourself for it and overcompensating by being more repressive of yourself, overly responsible, until you just can't take it anymore again. When you just alternate between meeting the needs of different parts of you, that's where you end up with guys that are either completely one way or completely the other, boring, dull, and nice, or wild and sexy, but irresponsible, and they ghost you. It takes a balanced you to attract a balanced guy for a lasting relationship. Getting those wild parts to work with the self-care parts, the self-care in the ways that want to feel safe, taking risks that aren't destructive, but still make you feel alive and wonderful. It could be skydiving. It could just be taking the Latin dance class you want to take. Could be just saying the thing you've been scared to say and speaking the unspoken. But letting that bolder, wilder side show up and work hand in hand with the side that doesn't want to do it in a way that feels bad afterwards. So maybe it's time. Maybe it's time to get a little wild, and to do it in a way that's going to feel good before, during, and after. Because there's nothing better than really feeling truly alive. Thanks for joining us. Please remember to rate, subscribe, and also share this with anyone that you think it could help. Because I'm on a mission to help one million successful women have healthy, lasting relationships.